Broski here, and right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week are my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Good evening. Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever, C.K. and Joe Rodermill. Tasty beers and good conversation. <laughs> you know I love it. <laughs> and Mr. Wednesday Night Live, the European champion from Bangor, Maine. We call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo. Aaron Lloyd, welcome back to the show. Uh, so this week we have to cover... I guess we could do a little bit of a review from the Greatest Royal Rumble, and we also are previewing uh, Backlash. Uh, But before we get into that, listen to Falls Count Anywhere with Russ and Matt, uh, The Perfect Edge with Donovan, our Throwback Madness episodes, Unsanctioned, subscribe on iTunes, five-star ratings and reviews, uh, YouTube, check out Elroy Prepson, Alo, do you want to move a little merch? If you want to embrace the match, you can head over to watermaneuver.net and you can head over to collinnubble.com with promo code MADNESS for 10% off your order. Also, if you're looking for the Al Snow interview, we had to reschedule, unfortunately. Yes, and currently, as we record, not exactly rescheduled. <laughs> Rescheduling. Yes, <laughs> we're in, in the process yeah. of rescheduling. Trust the process. <laughs> I already discussed it, the time zone thing. Yeah. yeah the, a massive time zone thing. Yeah, nobody can figure out the difference between <laughs> Eastern and Central time. Reach, <laughs> they reached out to Al, and he was trying to get some heads. So. <laughs> what could you expect? As as you would expect yeah. from him. That's what, what, is, what does everybody want? <laughs> yeah, and Al Snow does know. He has known for a long time what everybody wants. Uh, greatest Royal interview? Rumble. huh? A podcast interview? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, what he, that's what he's been waiting for. All these. That's why he worked all through the Attitude Era. <laughs> ECW, TNA, just to get an interview with Matt Madness. Um, Greatest Royal Rumble, I'll be totally honest, on Friday I could not (laughs) avoid all the results, and it just made me not even want to bother watching, which I didn't. It's just weird the time of it at all. I didn't want to watch it because I like watching the pay-per-views live. Literally, every five minutes I'd find another result, and I'm like, there's. it's already a house show that I wasn't really excited about. Now I know the finish of every match. Especially I was pissed that Brock was still the champion. The one thing I will say, though, I could not get enough of the Titus O'Neil slide. <laughs> now, they may have overdone it a little Until bit on Monday. Monday, but my God, was that hilarious. <laughs> it, I mean, talk about something that just organically <laughs> happens. It was unbelievable. That he slid all the way under the <laughs> ring. Like, what are the odds of that? And then that that Corey, and they, they could not even get themselves together the whole time. <laughs> it was great. But I know that's the reason why you wanted to come in here on your off week to talk about the greatest Royal Rumble. So give me your thoughts on it. Overall, I enjoyed it, but I didn't see all the matches. I got to see the majority of the ladder match. I didn't watch the WWE Championship match. Uh, The Raw Tag match, I didn't see. I didn't see either of the tag title matches. Uh, Saw a little bit of Cruiserweight title match, but I pretty much got to see the entirety of the Rumble match, and I'm not trying to do the, the show a disservice. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what I saw from the Universal title match, was pretty good. Uh, terrible result. The ending, controversial, and I wish it was addressed more properly. Uh, but we'll, we will get to that. The Royal Rumble match I thought was fun. 
Um, how long did it last? Because I know they said Daniel Bryan was in there for like an hour and 16 minutes or it something. It was close to two hours. Yeah, really? It, it was supposed to be 90 second intervals. So I'm guessing maybe because the Rumble match by itself is usually an hour. So I'm guessing it was over an hour and a half with the so extra 20. here was the other reason why I didn't watch it. Maybe on Saturday afternoon, Russ texted me asking me if I had watched it yet. I said, no, I saw most of the results. Maybe I'll try to watch it in bits over the rest of the weekend. He goes, well, I hope you have like five hours to kill. And I was like, ah, never mind. Yeah, because reportedly, <laughs> you have five hours. reportedly it was supposed to, they were talking about it was supposed to be a six-hour show. Oh and I was just God. like, oh, my God, how, how am I going to watch this? I guess people in Jeddah have literally nothing else to do yeah, with their lives. Up that early in the morning. I mean, why not? Oh, so I mean, the I didn't get to see like there was a, a prayer break. I don't know. There was rumored it was fifteen minutes. It was rumored it was an hour. Fifteen minutes a prayer um, break. Yeah, before the show started, they, there was a rumor going around they were going to have like an hour prayer break for prayer. But it was actually like maybe ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, because they cut back have to pray at certain times yeah. throughout the day. What time was it know. actually over in New Day? Uh, I, I would guess the I think there's a 12-hour difference, right? I would, I was going to guess at least seven or eight hours, yeah. So if it because was when, it, when it was ending, it was ending um, around 5 p.m. Because I, I think I was heading to the barbershop, and the, the Battle Royal was ending. So it was slow at work. I mean, I, it was slow at work. I got to watch the whole Battle Royal pretty much. I think I was about 10 minutes behind. I would say the Battle Royal ended about 5 p.m. here, and they were in commentary during the match. They were talking about it being a late night. There was a few botches on commentary or, I think, statements that didn't make sense, and they would call each other out and say, well, you're tired. Well, it's been a long day. <laughs> now, again, since I'm just you know going about my work day and I'm tuning in here and there trying to avoid the spoilers, but, like, it's the app. I mean, I'm on Wi-Fi. I just open the app back up, and it shows me where they're at. And I'm I could either hit live and fast forward, or it was left off where. I, and it's like, oh, do I still want to watch this? Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Got a downtime. By the time I got to the battle royal, I had free time. I'll be honest, I watched it then, and then Sunday night I rewatched it. Uh, Troy wanted to see it. I enjoyed the match. The Royal Rumble was a good match. Um, I. Earlier Who came it. out number 50? Ooh, good question. Uh, hold on. Oh, I Jericho. Twice. I guess the perfect guy to have come out yeah. last. Yeah. Did you hear, did you see the Kevin Owens spot with him? No. Hey, Kevin Owens is yelling <laughs> at him. He said, go back to Japan, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That is good. <laughs> Jericho needed to um, grease his wheels up because supposedly he's uh, rumored to show up for back, right? Japan show this week. That's what I saw. Ayla, did you watch it at all or no? Yeah, I, but similar to you, I had no interest in this at all because last week on the show, I, I basically called us a glorified hell, house show with the bells and whistles. And it's, it's, it's just, they just do the, the Royal Rumble in it to make it a, a, a big tagline. But I had no interest in watching this at all because Friday, said it starts at noon. You can't avoid spoilers, but spoilers don't really bother me to it, really bother me. But even you love Eric, a good spoiler. Yeah, I don't. I don't give if it a was damn. a regular pay per view, I wouldn't have minded. The fact that I wasn't excited to watch it in the first place, yeah. and then I knew every result, I was like, yeah, Why? But, yeah. But see, I didn't. I didn't go in there with like expecting anything because I I knew it was basically a house show. So the internet's all always being predictable, but it's still essentially a house show. But said I was with Eric Sunday. He asked me, "Did I watch?" Is like, dude, I only got through maybe the first hour, and then I went through maybe. The first two hours on Monday, I kind of had to cram everything in before I got here, but I didn't even really finish anything because 
I just didn't really have a level of investment because they only really built the one match, but like I said, it was still essentially a house show. Um, like Eric said about everybody being tired, um, Cole had a line saying, Cole had a line saying, the Bal- Asia welcomes the Ballad Club or something like that. Mm-hmm. Grace says, well, ba- Asia's, Asia's been a part of the Ballad Club. We're in <laughs> Arabia or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that Saudi Arabia is part of Asia. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe it is. It was it was something like that because Cole basically got tongue twisted and whatever. But and then like when I saw the outcome of the Rumble match by itself, I was like, really? And and I also said last week that this isn't going to mean anything in the next few weeks or the day after or the week after. And they made Braun they, get, they let Braun win and. But I was like, really, this is what you get, Braun? Because Lav come on, came on this show. We talked about how Braun should have been world sh- universal champion all last year. Lav said Braun should have main event at WrestleMania. Basically, this was essentially they're like make, making up the Braun. We're gonna let you win the greatest Royal Rumble ever. We're gonna, we're gonna let you How's win that this. Sound? Yeah, ladies, you get, can't be at the greatest. Give him Royal a green Royal. belt. Let you main event Raw. Yeah. And Braun, we're gonna give him a green belt, and he comes back to America, and that belt doesn't exist. No yeah, or, or, and they hardly mention it. It's, 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 it's like that's like his severance that he gets. <laughs> well, they did get win. the tag titles as well. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like his severance. Like, okay, we did all this stuff wrong with you last year, but you're gonna win the greatest Royal Rumble. But what's that going to mean on Monday night? Essentially nothing. And he's still not really doing anything as of now. Could that turn to a big thing down the road? Possibly, but they hardly made mention of it on Monday. It's, it was just basically another thing that happened four days prior, but it didn't feel important at all. It's like, this guy's been killing it for a year, and this is his consolation prize winning the Grand Royal Rumble. That's not going to matter in a, in a week. Yeah. Yeah, less than a week later, it didn't matter anymore. They loved showing the footage of it. Yeah. Or but, on a more optimistic note, mm-hmm. and again, re-eating my words... Daniel Bryan shined like a new toy mm-hmm. out there. His chest. He got the yeah, welts to the room. Mess. <laughs> was out there number one, and I think it would have He been, went out number one? I didn't know that. He was number one, and he's the second to last person to get eliminated. Wow. Who was, you who, kind of have oh, to be. So who was, was the last one eliminated? Cass. Cass. You kind of mm-hmm. have to be number one to be out there for that long. Well, see, that's why I was wondering how long the match was. Because Bryan was in there for hour started six, it. Bryan was in there for hour 16. So it might have been close to an hour and a half. And he was on. And I literally, it was one of those things. I've said it countless times on here, how when pre-injury, I was not a fan. I was literally watching this match, and I was like, how did he come out at the 2015 Royal Rumble and I not like this guy? Because they really, they really, <laughs> they really booked this right, where 2015 in Philly, he comes out, you know, he was in like the... the first 10 or so. It wasn't it, much more than like a bushwhacker spot where he comes right in and gets thrown right out. Well, it wasn't he, much he, he lasted a little longer <laughs> than that. Bray, Bray did toss him out pretty quickly, but this, I mean, he went out there, had a field day, and just shined. Shined with everyone. It, it was special, and being a guy that was not a fan of him a year ago, a year and a half ago, four years ago, sold on him. Like it did real good on him. There was some funny spots. We talked about the Titus O'Neil spot. Um, Elias had a spot. Michael Cole said something funny on commentary. Really? What was Get it? Out I man. came on here this week just to say that Michael Cole mm. said something funny. 
Elias got eliminated. He said, the day the music died. <laughs> I swear, I was walking on the lot, and I had heard that play, and I rewinded. I was like, did he just say something funny? Like, I popped. <laughs> so he gets one every now and again. That's the only one I know of. That's the only, it's the first one I've heard of. Uh, the, like he All right, says guys, things, I gotta go. Michael Cole says <laughs> something funny. I just want to come and defend it. <laughs> yeah, he says things that I mockingly laugh at, but he rarely says anything actually funny. I, I rewound the network just to rewatch it. Just to hear Michael Cole once again. It was so good. <laughs> Joseph, did you watch it at all or no? Yeah, I watched it. I, I kind of highlighted it, um, like most of you guys, not to rehash, but um, I didn't really have a lot of interest in it, being that I couldn't watch it live. There's no way that was going to happen. The, no women's matches kind of kind of ruined for me. What we're doing with women's matches nowadays, and they can't even have one on the card. Um, I knew this was just going to be like a glorified house show because it's – Rolling right into a new pay per view, I didn't expect any title change or anything like that. To get a new champion, yeah, you got a new champion, and like, there's no real reward for winning this great the Royal Rumble. Braun Strowman, like you said, gets a title that doesn't even matter anymore. I mean, the matches were pretty good quality. I, I enjoyed some of the matches, watching um, the Intercontinental Title match. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed this uh, version of the Lesnar Reigns match more than I did the WrestleMania one. Um, I don't get the finish. I don't think it plays in anything more. Did you watch the AJ? Then to make uh, Reigns look good. Mm-hmm. I watched the uh, majority of it. I went through, I f- forwarded through a couple. Austin made a claim that it was better than the Mania match. Yeah, I, I haven't think, watched I it at all. Sure it I haven't seen it. I think for sure it was. It wasn't the highest bar to clear. Yeah, it's I'll not. Say that. <laughs> now, Sunday, we might have an argument, but didn't have much to top if you're comparing that to the Mania match. I'm sure it was better. Like, like similar to it Joey. Was. I had to go, skim through it myself because even in that match, I didn't really have any interest because I know... I didn't see a second. Because I knew that Backlash would be, like, the bigger deal instead of the Grim Floor Rumble. Right. And I knew most of the results because, like you said, you can't avoid the spoilers. That's what I mean. My, my whole mindset going into it is, and I miss the, the Taker Rusev until, like, when I rewatched the whole thing, I watched that. But it's pretty much no, nothing really mattered. Well, I, mean, I didn't. Uh, oh well, well, never mind. The, the opening match should have been big for you. I had no interest in that either. That was no. surprising. No, no, no Triple H. <laughs> I really didn't. Why? Because it wasn't the main event. Of course. Because <laughs> it wasn't for a title. Tri- tri- triple H isn't main event. Because <laughs> it wasn't for a title. Triple H isn't main event. Well, like, well, laugh will say Triple H. I, say, I think we know one person who thinks Triple H main event at WrestleMania this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Well, la- <laughs> well, well, laugh. No, no, no. He thinks that he put on the best match at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's actually that part is actually. Yeah, laughs. Laughs thing probably was well, H wanted to get all the crap, the crowd excitement. For himself in the beginning of the show. That's all he probably wanted. <laughs> but like I said, I didn't really care because it, it, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't, and there was no build for it either. Yeah. Other than this is on the card, watch it. Yeah. yeah these are two guys who you've known for a long time, yeah. and they're just going to have Here. a match. Yeah, but I got to say, I, I got to say this. You might not like this, but Undertaker Rusev wasn't that bad. Uh, that's what I heard. That it was it was better than expected. Yeah, it, 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 it actually got some time, and Rusev was uh, Rusev made Taker look good to most for the most of the part, for the most part. But it was pretty good. Yeah, that doesn't upset me because as much as I don't want to see the guy anymore, if he is going to be out there, I'd rather him do something good while yeah. he's out there. Well, here's my only graph with that is I, I the match was pretty good. But um, you're pretty much just using Rusev, who should be probably doing more, to put over Undertaker, who's just going to be here a couple shows. A year. We'll get the Rusev later. <laughs> yeah, we, we will. Uh, so, Backlash. Anybody with any other thoughts on the Greatest Royal Rumble? Can we just drop Greatest from, it, from, the, from the title? Anybody want to talk any more about the Jetta Royal Rumble? 
Thank you. The Jetta Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yeah. If you haven't watched sound it, very Star Wars, you got actually. some bored time while you're on the toilet, maybe let it play. The, the bat, if you're on the toilet, the on the match, toilet. The Rumble match is good. What a the ringing Rumble endorsement that some entertainment. <laughs> hey, if by, if by any chance you oh. find yourself spending some time on the toilet. That's the best place to ever do Actually, time out. You know what I know, actually... I hate saying it because this is only going to make you want to watch it less. Mm-hmm. You know who else also shines in there? Who? Your boy. Who's that? Roderick Strong. Ugh. You, Ugh. Still, you still didn't come around on Roddy? Really? Yo, and I didn't know until last week listening to the show back. You don't like Adam Cole? Couldn't care less about him, no. Is it just because he's with them? No, it just doesn't matter to me. I thought you did like him. <clears throat> no. Bye-bye. Hmm. To me, like I've just viewed him as like, oh, he's just one of those guys that that these guys like that they watch in something other than WWE. And then I saw him as like, he's just some guy. I finally, just, May 1st, finally just watched TakeOver uh, New Orleans last mm-hmm. night. That ladder match. He cooked. Yeah, I didn't see it. So I haven't watched. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, surprised. I, will, I figured you would have been watching on your airplane I will throw out the disclaimer that... Like a lot, some of the, well, the Roderick Strong thing—that's an opinion I've had for multiple years. Yeah, Adam yeah, Cole, you had that. I haven't given him a, I haven't given him a, a, a proper opportunity yet. So some of that is just on me. I'm coming from a place of ignorance. So some of that's a, a lot classic. of hate in your heart lately. Some of that's, a a lot. that's another reason I came on. Some of that's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> trying to weed that stuff out. <laughs> good, good luck because it's not easy once it's in there. <laughs> I love a challenge. <laughs> um. So backlash, we'll just kind of run through these matches and see what we think, you know, leading up to it, and what we think the, the who's Brock are defending be. his title against. I must say, we talked about last week how Raw and SmackDown were very uneventful. It was worse this week, I'm t- mm-hmm. for sure. It really was. Nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, it's been a rough couple weeks, and somehow we managed to squeeze a good show out last week out of nothing, <laughs> and we're working with even less this week. Unfortunately, because I stayed up for both shows and now I hardly retained anything. Yeah, so AJ Nakamura having another match for the WWE Championship. Third time's the charm. Mm-hmm. Page made it a no DQ. So low blows. So low blows. Which, low blows count anywhere. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad you said it because that was my next thought. Was you want to prevent disqualifications, but you you just made it okay for the heel. To kind of do whatever he wants. Now, AJ did come out and say, you're not the only one who could break the rules. But I just kind of think it's kind of silly. It's contradictory. Yeah. Now, it's not. at least it's not a no-DQ match where Shinsuke Nakamura has a partner who's banned from ringside who can just show up (laughs) anyway because they can't be disqualified. My favorite thing. Yeah. Um, What she literally said is uh, she was upset it wasn't a clean finish, so let's make this no-DQ when you're opening an unclean finish. Right, like it's just what you're gonna get now. Um, I I do have high hopes for this because at WrestleMania you had the the face versus face match. I thought it was kind of boring. Now you have Shinsuke Nakamura playing a much more intriguing character. So do you guys do you guys expect this to be the best match we've seen between the two of them in WWE now? Yeah, I do because I'm not really counting the greatest Rumble match. I just kind of led into this match, and like I said WrestleMania that match is not really held up to a high standard. So I expect everything to kind of culminate in this match on Sunday. I definitely do. I mean, like I've seen the build. The second match was better than the first, and then you throw in the element of no DQ in this match. 
Um, I think they pull out all the stops, and you got the classic heel versus face match, which again amplifies that even more. Um, yeah, I think I think we're in for a pretty solid match. Eck, you have higher hopes for it this time than you did than what we got at Mania and the Greatest Royal Rumble. Well, honestly speaking, I still haven't seen the Greatest Royal Rumble, so I don't really know what to say. But being there live at Mania, I can only assume they're going to go up, and especially now it not being a face versus face, we actually have a heel. This should actually be good. You think Hopefully Nakamura wins? Change. Think I think Nakamura? I think Nakamura wins. I predict Nakamura wins. I want Nakamura to win. I see Nakamura winning. I'm pretty sure, and this could be me watching watching um, SmackDown last night. Nakamura missed that first Kenyasa, not on purpose. They made it play out like he 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 like <laughs> teasing him, but I think he I think he legitimately fell. <laughs> I don't know. I may have to go back and watch it now. Like I, I Eck had know. the gem that he brought out that. Maurice wasn't holding a real baby a couple weeks ago <laughs> and found out that that was true. So now I feel like we need to go back and watch Nakamura and see if that was a botch or if it was purposeful. And then the thing about what happened on Tuesday was that coming out of that whole segment, none of those guys were the, the shining point of it. It was not. It was Joe. Yeah. The, the yeah. best promo in wrestling right yeah, now. Yeah, overshadowed Joe, Joe definitely, definitely demolished him. Yeah. And AJ was kind of weak with his promo. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this match more than I looked forward to the Mania one. But I'm looking forward to Joe and AJ or Joe and Nakamura more than I'm looking forward well, to this that, match. That's the thing about this, too, though, is I'd love to see AJ and Samoa Joe come out of this. Do you think they truly realize how good Joe is? I don't know, because when it comes to him, we say this about certain characters, like, a loss won't hurt him, because... We'll get to it later when we talk about Joe versus Roman, but I assume that we don't really have Joe winning that match, and he can kind of lose, but not really lose anything because he's such a badass, and he, nothing really it doesn't really hurt his demeanor. So it's kind of one of those things that it's like he can lose, but he's still a badass. I think they do see what they have in him, though. I think they do, and I just think, unfortunately for him, he's had a lot of uh, string of injuries recently. And if you guys had to guess... Do you think he will get some type of accomplishment on the main roster in 2018? Because we're crazily enough, we're almost halfway into the year now, which doesn't seem like it, but we are. Um, man, this is a family-friendly show, but they're really screwing up if they do not. Uh, two big balls they dropped last year was um, not giving not giving Braun or Joe any main accolade, and they didn't. Similar to the Great Balls of Fire, there's a nice uh, catchphrase right there. <laughs> yeah, I do think that they they definitely missed the mark with him last year. I hope that they give him an accolade. You know what's funny? Year. I actually was thinking about this post-Superstar uh, Shake-Up. We had a listener question last year around the Superstar Shake-Up, and it was a question regarding, like, who do you see the next three, maybe four or five? Like, who are the next... X amount of people to win the WWE championship that have never won it. Yo, I, none of our lists were right. And pretty much, I would say, or an average, everyone we name, at least 75% of them, they're over on Raw now. Yeah, like, everyone, like further away everyone from said Kevin Owens, like, that's going to be the next guy. That's the next guy. He's gone. Everyone's like, Sami Zayn, he's gone. And the funny thing is, 
I think I asked that question when I was going that <laughs> Are you serious yeah. when you were in I think Vegas? That, yeah, I think no. that was me. I'm pretty sure it was your cousin, um, Donovan. No relation. Well, I, I could have sworn that was me. It, it could have been. It might have been. I don't remember. But it doesn't surprise me that we were wrong because typically whatever we like, whatever we want doesn't pan out. So, Eck, I know you're in for Nakamura winning. Joseph, what do you think? I'm thinking AJ wins and we get a Samojo AJ out of this. But I wouldn't be surprised if Nakamura wins. Nakamura. Via low blow? Not gonna, yes. Not going not, not to not gonna win the title. <laughs> and I, I've come around on the song. They 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 fixed it this week. Because you know sometimes when they debut the song in the first week, it's like it comes off more like a live performance. Yeah, I think they fixed it this week, so I'm a fan of it now. Yeah, I liked it last week too. Mm. Like I said, just for the what the point of it was to keep fans from humming along with it. I, I like that, it just but for it sounds like reason. there's like an Asian Limp Biscuit singing in the background to me. But know, the best part it. is you can just make it But to me, that's better than the actual Limp Biscuit, <laughs> which we've been subject to a lot from WWE. Didn't I tell you he was like directed a movie of his life or something like yeah. that? Straight he to did. DVD. Fred Durst. <laughs> Straight to DVD. And who was it that's playing him? It's somebody really weird. I think it was John Travolta. John Travolta. Yeah, <laughs> what? Why would John Travolta? I think it was John Travolta. It is. Fred Durst. Why? Joseph, I I wish I could give you some kind of answer. All the CGI in the world can make him look like Fred Durst at his age. That makes no sense. Uh, I'm going to go with AJ, too. I do think... See, there's half of me that thinks maybe AJ ends up with the low blow on Nakamura, retains the title, and they want to do Joe versus AJ. I think they might want to do that, but I feel like they need to pay off this Nakamura turn with him actually finally winning. I mean, what if Nakamura goes for the low blow and AJ's got a cup one? <laughs> like then, Brett when he had the thing under the hockey jersey from, from against your boy. Goldberg? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. against William? So what if that happens, AJ thinks he's slick, and then somehow after another tussle goes back and forth, that's when Nakamura then gets the better of him. Kinshasa gets the one, two, three. New champ. Yeah, I kind of would rather see Nakamura win just because I feel like this – this is the best thing they've done with him since he's been on the main roster, and even before then, and I think they need to, to pay it off. Uh, Roman versus Joe. We obviously have the fallout of Roman losing again. In Well, he didn't lose. Right. He, he comes out the loser in the steel cage match. You come to find out the ref made a bad call. I don't know why they did this because I don't think they're going to revisit it, so I'm not, not sure what the point is. I want I want to hit on that because there was a report saying they're they're at the kind of at the point where they don't think Roman may be the guy mm-hmm. whatever, or whatever. We don't, we all know that it's kind of their fault because there are things they should have done with him a long time ago to actually get the fans behind him. And like we said, we're not Hollywood writers, but we come up with better ideas than these Hollywood writers do. Who do you think will be the guy? Because you have to kind of assume that Roman may actually get his rematch. Essentially, I think he's not booked again until Money in the Bank. But his contract's supposed to be up at SummerSlam. When so is Money in the Bank? June. No, okay. no, 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 no. I believe it's July. Is it July? I think it's. I think they moved it to July. But who do you think, if it's not Roman, because you have to assume Roman's going to get another shot, who do you think should be the guy? The guy right? with the green belt. Yeah, right off the top of my head, i got to say Braun. Because the crowd's taking to him, and we talked about a lot on the show last year that he essentially save the show. Like how Stone Cold will come at the end of the show and the crowd will go crazy. That was Braun. And Braun's doing nothing, and we'll get to that a little bit later too, but he's essentially doing nothing right now. 
Do you think they would have been better served to have Roman, when the shield broke up, to be in the intercontinental title picture instead of the world well, title picture so well, fast? Well, or do you think it would have mattered? Well, I, you know how I feel about that, my whole theory, what it was. First of all, Roman was the most over guy in the shield. And well, yeah, you blame CM Punk for a lot y- of it. Y- yeah, that because that whole pipe, that whole interview with Cabana came out. You know how Russ, how sensitive wrestling fans are, they, or whatever. Like, I do know. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I all not, too well. All too well. Now, like CM Punk, like people hold him leaving. They, like, oh, he hurt me, and so like, whatever. He's a normal guy. If he's able, if he could just quit, put yourself in that situation at any job. If you can quit, you will quit. He took his bag and went home. So you can't really okay. He has fans and all, but it's like at the end of the day, you gotta look out for yourself. But when that whole pipe, what the hell, Cabana interview came out, the whole thing was you gotta make Roman look good, you gotta make Roman look good, and stuff like that. And then remember, Roman was hurt when that pipe bomb came out. And then two weeks later, when he did return at TLC, it was a rain of booze. Yeah. But week months prior, he was the most over guy in the Shield. Yeah, it was it was like a weird transition. I think it all stems from when he uh, beat out Daniel Bryan. Well, that was after. I think that's when the majority of the people really turned on him, though. That's just the way I see it. Yeah, that too, because they were, they because were, Bryan got hurt after 30, and everybody was still on the high of, well, Daniel Bryan should be back in the world title scene. And then the one time that hijacking the show and WWE actually caters to what you, caters to what you say actually worked, they just thought they could do it all over again. I just think they should be doing their best to leak false information. Yeah. So, because I think that was the main problem, was the inevitability of they want Roman to be the champion, so he's going to win the Rumble. People went in there disgusted because they already knew he was going to win. And I think if you can take that element out of it, it, it'll make things a little easier, where fans now are will be more surprised by what happens than just, oh, God, we're going to see Roman. Like, we know now already, or we knew last year, the day after WrestleMania, we already knew it was going to be Roman and Brock at this year's WrestleMania. So a whole year, you're just sitting there waiting for a story to play out where you already know where it's going to end up. So I think they need to try to find some way to do a better job of letting the fans go on the ride instead of knowing the end of it. I think that's part of Before the reason why starts. Roman didn't win against Brock because they didn't want to do what everyone expected. Yeah, well, like Alo said, there there's a thinking that they don't think he's the guy, and I read something that a day or two after WrestleMania that said that that they they don't know if there's any redeeming him basically at this point. Yeah, there's, there's not. Like we talked about turning him heel, but the way they are with their characters and their top guys, they don't want they don't they just think if you get a reaction, that's all that matters, and if you. Cheers or booze are just talk about how um, polarizing you are. There's a few guys I could see kind of taking over for Reigns, but given where we're at with Raw and SmackDown, the guy I'm looking at right now is probably Rollins. Because the, the the rumor person that may get a shot next I saw somewhere was Elias, and he's actually he's doing nothing right now. No, he's not. But what flip him and make him a babyface? I actually have that in my notes that they should make it turn him face because the crowd loves him. So why can't what he does the, the songs he does about the crowd? Why can't he just be doing that about his opponent? You know what I mean? I think it would make sense because everybody's taken to him. So just do it. 
people obviously aren't put off by his demeanor or anything. They they start booing him when he makes fun of their city, which they have to. But if he comes out there and he's who did he face this week? Bobby oh, Bobby Roode. So do a double switch because Bobby Roode shouldn't be a face. Yeah, and I feel like Elias should. And I feel like Elias's act lends itself to if he's doing those songs about his opponent, people will eat it up. Even when he's in Philadelphia saying stuff about the Eagles and whatever, I find it funny, but the crowd just gives the obligatory boo. Just let him be a face because he can be. That act is good. You can definitely see people it enjoy really it. Easy, especially with the walk with Elias, like the fans eat that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that that's what favorite. I would do. I don't know if I'd put a, put him in the world championship picture yet, but I would definitely turn him face and see what happens. Yeah, and now there's speculation with, even though it's not the same title, they're saying that Brock's going to break Punk's longest yeah. r- record in the modern era. Which, which, it's not the same title, but they can make up whatever right. It's not even the same want. thing because Brock barely yeah. wrestles. Yeah, they can make up whatever rule they want. And he's like, thank you days for putting out the yeah. like They'll make up whatever they want. Somebody said that on the show a few weeks ago. I don't remember who it was. Probably that that probably. might be what they're doing, is letting him break Punk's record. I think he's less than 40 days away from mm-hmm. it now. Um, so, random, random thought. So, we're talking about the Greatest Royal Rumble and how that was a, a recent house show. Last year, WWE did a house show with Starcade, which was paying homage to a WCW thing. NXT did the the War Games mm-hmm. again, another WCW thing. All these years later, my little and again, you know, think of you know my youth at the time. So everyone complains, and, and everyone at this table definitely does. But we all complain about Brock Lesnar and how often we see him, and it definitely doesn't help with his championship role. But it's funny because. From my time of being a wrestling fan and thinking mainly with WWF, WWE, that's kind of like a new thing until 2011 when The Rock came in, did the part-time. Then it was Brock did the part-time. Taker was floating in and out yearly. And then it was kind of like, you know, every year there was someone floating around part-time. So did WWE steal that from WCW? What, the part-time The part-time. I don't want to say that because... Because they basically did the same thing with Hogan. I mean, when, yeah, so when I was... Well, I think Hogan was more up there in years. No, that that whole part-time thing, that's nothing new. It's just the fact that it's the first time we kind of saw it in our era because that, that happened throughout the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, and I have no problem with the early part, 80s. No problem with the part-time yeah. thing. It's just not having the title mm-hmm. prevalent, mm-hmm. prevalent on the show. So here's here's the... Or defended at every pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid watching WWE... When you were just watching regular programming, you didn't see a lot of Hogan. Yeah. And you didn't see a lot of Andre the Giant and things like that. So you would see Savage all the time. The idea of the Intercontinental Championship being the worker's belt that you would see. You know, if you were watching Saturday Night Main main Event, you typically saw Savage with the Intercontinental Championship. Or if you were watching Superstars or whatever on Saturday morning, but you never saw Hogan. You didn't see him that often. And then... Raw comes on the air, and then they start competing with WCW Nitro, and then Austin becomes the champion, and, you know, DX was involved with the championship, and Brett was involved with the championship. These guys had to be on there every week because they had to get ratings. And 
I just think now, with the amount of time on the show, I think you can get away with not having the champion on there every week. But I think the problem is, if you're making us watch your show for three hours every week, I feel like that has to be part of the show. And it's just, there's too much of it. Now, they're they're never going to get away from it unless they end up on Fox and it becomes a two-hour show. But I just, I think the, the reason why it's a problem now is you're forcing people who are fans to just watch your product so much that little things like that stick out even more. If we were watching Raw for an hour every Monday, I guarantee you the complaints would be a lot less. Yeah, less crap. Because, yeah, the show would be better. Like, all the good stuff would be crammed into an hour. And you wouldn't be as... Like, I know I get miserable knowing, like, oh, my God, I've been watching this thing for two hours and ten minutes, and I still have a full hour to go. It makes me more likely to hate something. For also what you've been seeing for two hours, Mm -hmm. really is coming down to, like, an hour... 30 minutes, an hour, 20 minutes. It's also about what you're getting and the influx of commercials. Yeah, so there's there's 45 minutes of commercials. I just there's think it, at least 20 minutes of recapping stuff that already happened earlier on the show or that happened last week. I hate that when they recap it seven times. Like, I saw it. I was watching I guess I'd be more okay with the whole Brock thing being part-time and as a champion if it wasn't like they were trying to brag about some record. Like, how are they going to brag about his record with it when... Okay, Asuka just held a title for how long, but how many times did she defend it? Yeah, how many times do we think Brock has actually defended that title less since than he 10 won times. it at WrestleMania? Is that legi- like a legitimate statistic? I would almost less guarantee less than 10. Less than 10. I think uh, it probably I'm, is. It may. I, I would think it's like 8 It's 10 or less. We'll put it that way. Because he worked more than what we actually think he did last year. How show? Well, all right. And, and it's all, not, right, all right, so excluding house shows. What he defended the title, yeah, it, it has to be. Terrorist. He's defended it against Roman twice. He defended it against Braun. Was he at Joe, the Rumble with that? Eight. The eight. Fatal Four Way match or whatever, Fatal Five Way, whatever. Yeah, it was, it was eight times within the last year. To now, eight. Yeah, eight year, eight times until up to now. So that yeah, just shows you how much they don't actually care about the product that they're putting forward because they will pretend he broke the the mod. What do they call it? The modern the record. modern day record. Yeah, they're gonna act like he broke that and defended it. Eight times. Yeah, and at the same time, I always say this: like we know these the behind the scenes stuff, but it's television. They're not going to talk about oh he he de- defended it twenty five times. They're not going to talk about that. They're no. going to talk about a record. They're not, not going to talk ran? about yeah. that in twenty seventeen. He wrestled for just shy of an hour and ten minutes. Meanwhile, Seth Rollins went out there and wrestled an hour and five minutes in one single match. They'll talk about that, but, like, as far as... But they're as not like, going to make the comparison. No, they're, they're, they're not, not, they're not going to talk about rain. They're not going to do nothing that's going to put his stats no, no. Okay, there's part-time. He doesn't. He's not on every house show, but, I mean, it should be defended every pay-per-view, I think. It's something to build to. It's something you could set up. I mean, Ron talked about... Well, you grew up watching wrestling. You wouldn't see superstars. You watch a show, like, Saturday morning or whatever. Wrestlers were just fighting jobbers. Mm-hmm. There was no... And then, Great it, matches there. You so, waited for pay-per-views to see the title so, matches. So we got pay- even seen the title We matches. got a pay-per-view this Sunday. There's no Universal Championship being defended, and there's no one competing to become the number one contender. So come Monday, we're not going to get the championship, and we're not going to have a number one contender. We're not going to have either of them. No. Well, I guess that's another thing they do wrong, though, is too, they're not building like, all right, these guys are fighting for the contendership. They're just coming out and calling Brock Lesnar out now. And yeah, you don't see Brock Lesnar. So and that's like, the other thing. What the hell is the point? That the the idea that they are using the Brock Lesnar not showing up thing 
thing as a storyline where Roman is still saying it. Now Rollins said it on Monday. But they're doing the best they can to continue making him look good. It's just a weird thing. I just can't wait till it's over. I'm, I'm ready. I wish I could fast forward to 50 days from yeah. now and he's not the champion. Yeah, anymore. and then, like, <laughs> if we fast forward till next Monday after backlash goes off, I'll just put it on the table right now. I think Braun or Lashley is turning on each other because I have no idea what the hell you're going to do because Braun's doing nothing. And on, or on Raw Monday night, what are you going to do then? Brock's not there. What's Roman going to talk about? I don't know. It's, it doesn't really make any sense. And it, it, the TV show suffers from it. Like you said, if it was like an hour and a half, a two-hour format like SmackDown, we can go without seeing the champion. We've done it plenty of times on SmackDown. But when a three-hour show, when, when you kind of like stretching out television, it's like, what are you going to do? Um, so we might as well just give our picks right now. Roman and Joe. Who's going to win? Roman. Alo. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. They, uh, I thought Roman would have left with the title at Mania. I thought he would have done it at the uh, most fabulous Royal Rumble. Didn't happen. I'm most going, fabulous. I'm going with Joe. <laughs> He's inside. Roman. Joseph? It is tough because, I mean, you guys talking about how you think it, his run's over. And I think Joe clearly is a standout right now, but I, I just can't see Roman losing. Me neither. I, I think Roman wins because I think Joe's business is all on SmackDown anyway, so I don't think he needs to win this match with a guy on Raw. Um, so Seth Rollins defending the Intercontinental Championship against The Miz. I thought the Rollins-Finn match was awesome that main evented on Monday, although why the hell... Are they going to commercial at 10.55 <laughs> during the main event? How do you let that happen? It's your main event match. It starts, it goes on for three minutes. You go to commercial at 10.55 and then come back from commercial break. Made no sense What did I me. tell you? you? You watch two hours of Raw, you see an hour, 20 minutes tops of content. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But match Awful. was great. Um... I like that Seth, not Seth, I like that Finn, they're kind of turning him a little bit to, to the dark side, which we kind of all anticipated a while ago. Um, I hate that he's going to be doing it without the Good Brothers. Yeah, I thought that would be a part of it. Um, we haven't seen your favorite version of Finn in a while. What, the, the Great the Pumpkin? The Demon King. No. <laughs> the Demon King. No, they meant the, the Great Pumpkin. pumpkin. King. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin that happened right before Halloween. Um, and I thought The Miz, I thought Miz TV was great, <laughs> even though I ended up with a lot of guys I didn't feel like seeing involved in it, like Randy Orton and who else came out? Shelton. Yeah, I could have done without I that. I thought it was but fun, though. It I was thought Miz fun. TV was great. I thought it was a he good was segment. He was antagonizing the normal, and he was like really into it, and like just he just wanted to, like, he's like, no one's going to tell me when I'm going to RKO. I like that he banned Daniel Bryan. But he, him just trying to, like, start out the pot up between Randy and Jeff, where he's like, I'm not mad at Jeff, even though... Randy said they, Jeff just took advantage of a took advantage of a situation. What situation? Your music hit. You stopped. Jeff music hit. He did his whole entrance and got into the ring before you. But took advantage of what situation? Right. Well, he was coming down to fight him. You didn't even try to go to the ring. Right. The other thing I enjoyed was Miz trying to bring up the top ten list. 
I thought about you when he said Yeah, that. and then... Like, you were eight. And then he said, "No, you know, nobody cares about a top ten list. And I was like, you know what? They haven't brought it up in a while. Yeah, I that was think, a thing. Unless I've been missing it. No, they haven't. That was a thing. Like, I think this thing. bothers you a little more than you Yeah, on. that's what I liked. He said, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. I think it's bothering you a little <laughs> more. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um, oh, and um, the way it started, I took Maurice to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, and also, I thought the Miztourage was excellent again this week. <laughs> Wearing the shirt with, like, the taped-on faces of all four of them. Angel said we need those shirts. Man, his characters I agree. That's better. Like, that's, like, the bite off of the being the elite shirt, select a character. Yeah, so this is the a, Street Fighter Two Sixer shirt with Player One, Joel Embiid, and Player Two, Ben Simmons. So... Um, I yeah I think I th- we do need I to think get Angel's on to something. She's definitely on to something. She's, she's got something there. Yeah, I thought they I thought they were great. I enjoyed that that segment. Um, I even thought Rollins' promo was a little better than they have been recently. I, I think maybe the energy of the crowd helped him a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because right. that crowd was yeah, crowd was was awesome. electric, electric. I think Rollins is doing really good things right now. Yeah, take notes, Brooklyn. I know you guys <laughs> think you're a great and full sale. I know you guys think you're great crowds, nah. but yeah, that crowd was. Take notes on the Bell Center in Montreal. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited for Rollins and the Miz, though. I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen. I'm not sure because I forgot this is even a match for Backlash. I'm not because. This match was actually booked before they um, swapped the Miz mm-hmm. to SmackDown. It happened, he got swapped like four minutes after yeah. he made the, the rematch call. Yeah, which was very interesting. So I'm like, huh, but this, this match is still a thing. But I, but that's like that's how it was going to be either way. No, but it's not even that because it got me thinking, maybe I'm thinking a little bit too much into this, the fact that the match is still on, maybe Miz does win the title because remember last year, Jericho Owens for the U.S. title was still on. Even though they always have swapped shows, and then when Jericho won, he ended up going back to Smack, going to SmackDown. So I'm I'm kind of up in the air what I'm thinking about picking for this match. So I'm trying to think of what other match they made the clause for. I think it was at the Greatest Santa Rumble. Santa Claus. <laughs> at the Greatest Rumble, Cesaro and Sheamus made the claim that they're gonna beat Bray and Hardy, yeah, and win the Raw, Raw tag, and go back to Raw. They haven't made the claim that if Miz wins, he's going to Raw. At yeah, least I, I haven't heard that. I've heard them say that. So if they say it, then they mean it's well, not really going to. Well, happen. there's not the technicality. It's not the Raw Intercontinental Championship. Like no, those yeah, are the Raw Tag well, Team Champs. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know because so they the do spoiler. want the US and Intercontinental on separate shows. They do try to keep the balance um, titles. And the spoiler is Seth Rollins retains, continues to be a greater champion than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes. Ayla, well, that's a spoiler. Well, even if the Miz won, he'll still be a greater champion in Brooklyn. Exactly. What's your prediction, Ayla? Freaking Cedric Alexander is a better champion than him. He is. I'll go with Rollins, but I won't be shocked if Miz won. Right, Joseph? I'll go with Rollins and retain. I'd, I'd be surprised. I'll cancel the network if it's Miz a good spot wins. Right now, so. Yeah, I'm going to say Rollins also. I think it's a good opportunity to let him have a run with it. I think he's going to have great matches with everybody that he has a match with, so why not leave it on him for now? The Miz can get back to it at another time. Uh, I don't have much to say about Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy, so does anybody have anything they want to say about that for the U.S. title? I thought Jeff was fun on Miz TV. He was good, yeah. 
and my not really being interested in it is not an indictment of Jeff. It is solely an indictment of Randy Orton. Get out of Dodge. You know, like, no, I, mean, I have no desire to watch him anymore. I, I, th- I think it'll be a solid match. I mean, it's it's kind of old school. I like the way this segment ended where um, they were tag partners and he just RKO'd him at the end. I mean, that's kind of staple right now for RKO out of nowhere, but I like that. I like mm-hmm. that aspect of it. I remember at a point you were actually championing Randy Orton during the whole Bray Wyatt, Wyatt family stuff mm-hmm. and to see how far you've gone from him. Yeah, so I hated Randy Orton. He went Orton. full circle. He's right yeah. back home. I, I, hate, I hated Randy Orton, and then the Bray stuff happened, and they kind of, under the radar, were telling this great story for months, yeah. and nobody really realized Except it. Except for us. Yeah, I remember talking about it. There was something he said in a promo. I don't remember what it was. And I would talk about it. And I even remember saying on the show every week, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I feel like they could be doing this. And it took months before it to actually appear that, oh, this really is what they're doing. And I thought that story was great. And then the match at WrestleMania was god-awful. And Randy shouldn't have won. And then the House of Horrors match was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. And then I was just done with... with back the, at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took me all the way back home after that. No, but that one series of, you know, SmackDowns and pay-per-views and promos they were both doing, I thought was really, really good. But again, this goes right back to the point that a lot of times it's definitely not about the person that's out there on TV. It's about the people behind the scenes and what yeah, they're making the story, them do. The story they're part of. Yeah. I'm still so, an RKO fan. I'm, I'm not going to So lie. for me, and now there are some guys that are some guys and girls I could be supportive of even when they don't have anything good to do because I like them. Randy, I have never really liked, but when he's doing something that I enjoy, I will at least give him credit for it. Um, and I feel like I'd be like that with most people, with a, a few exceptions, that no matter what they do, I won't like it. Yeah, because even going back to that... Um, Adam Cole? Yeah, Adam Cole. Because even, <laughs> even going back to the whole junior thing last year, even though we didn't want to see it, he tried to get that guy over. Yeah, and I give him credit for that, because he went along with it. He did the best he could do in that situation. And I can't really take it. I was still disinterested in him, but he could have made a stink about doing that. Yeah. Cause and he didn't. It, yeah, because even now, it's just like he's going. He seems like he's going back to his old self, which is like going through the motions. Yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah, so it's like okay, all right, I'm do, I'll go out there, pay me, you know. Mm-hmm. So who do you think wins this one? Jeff. Joseph. Jeff Hardy. Jeff. Yeah, I'm saying Jeff. No reason for it to be. Here, Randy. I thought you were gonna swerve me with. Yeah, me. so did I. The way you Jeff. pointed at me, I thought you were definitely going Randy. Oh, I'm sorry. Always keeping you on the edge of your toes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Brother Nero. Brother Nero. Did any of you catch the clip from WWE.com after the, he after, um, Very good. Matt and Bray won the mm-hmm. title? Oh, my God. So good. Uh, so it's something I should check out? Yeah, I'll send it to you. It was so good. Okay. Uh, I look forward to seeing it. Because even though they're on separate shows, Jeff fully embraces the whole Brother Nero thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Brother um, Nero. I knew you'd win. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. Did anybody else like Big Cass's promo as much as I did this week? I want to assume it's good, but I actually didn't see the majority of Smith. Vince though. wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I think he looks great. He's so comfortable on the microphone. I think he likes playing this character. There was a time when I thought he didn't like getting booed. And I don't know if you remember this, but when him and Enzo first split up, mm-hmm. it almost felt like his feelings were hurt when he was getting booed. And I think now he has embraced it. And granted, we've seen the whole little person thing. 
that's not necessarily what I liked. I just think he's so comfortable and so convicted in the character that he's playing. I love that he said, you're not going to get a five-star match. You're going to get a five-second beating or whatever. He's like, you're not going to get a hip toss and all that stuff. I did like that. (laughs) Yeah, I I love what they're doing with his character. And to me, he's the perfect guy to have go against Daniel Bryan because they really are polar opposites. I enjoyed it. I just need him to stop pacing so much when he's giving the promo. (laughs) And the one thing I did like um, about this like I said, last week I was up in the air about his points because he kind of said, like, two different things. It was all over the place. But like I said, Vince wrote this promo. I'm a big guy. You're a little guy, whatever. But you talked about him being so comfortable. He really sold this promo. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. look like he was stumbling or anything. Like, he sold it perfectly. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, he's fully in that character. And I, when you see that, I really appreciate it, especially from a guy who... He was in, in Enzo's shadow. Yeah, because you thought Enzo was carrying him on the mic. Mm-hmm. But then Carmella's. Yeah. But then he had that one run of a few weeks where he was by himself when Enzo was hurt. And I remember we all thought he was doing really well. And then Enzo came back. And then, obviously, we know what happened with them down the line. But I'm definitely excited for what they're doing with him because I think it could be something really good. I don't have... Hopes that they're going to execute everything perfectly, but I, okay. I think this is going to be an enjoyable match, and I think this character can last for a while. Yeah, and plus, Cass can work. So. Mm-hmm. He can. I just don't want to see Daniel Bryan lose right now. Which, uh, I'll get to my prediction right now. I do think Daniel Bryan wins. I think there's no reason for him not to. Ed, do you still stupid. think Cass wins? I'm pretty sure it was you that said it a couple weeks ago that you thought Cass was going to beat him. No, I said... Daniel Bryan was going to win, and he was going to make Big Cass look like a star. Mm, okay. uh, especially, I, I'll say my prediction, Daniel Bryan's going to win. And Daniel Big Cass can still, and again, I didn't see the promo from this week, so I hope he touted it, but Big Cass eliminated him in the Rumble. He needs to keep talking that. Um, when he shows up to SmackDown next week, he lost to Daniel Bryan, and he can say it was a fluke. And don't forget, I eliminated Daniel Bryan all by myself in the Rumble. Uh, I think he's going to come out looking better than he already does. It, the lose isn't the loss here. Definitely is not going to affect him. Daniel Bryan's going to really make him look good here. Yeah, I think so too. Alo, I think Bryan's going to win by roll up. He'll make Cass look. He'll make Cass look dominant, but Bryan probably roll him up. So it's going to be a crafty finish, not yeah, a decisive yeah, finish. Yeah, because Cass talked about. It's not going to be a wrestling, a five-star match. You're going to see, God, going to see hip tosses and stuff. So I think he's going to hit him with Brian's going to hit him with a classic roll, wrestling roll-up. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I hate to see Daniel Bryan lose, but I think Daniel Bryan can afford a loss. Whereas Big Cass is someone they're trying to push. He kind of needs a victory here. I think Bryan pushes him to the limit, but Big Cass wins. Hmm, that'll be interesting. I do think Daniel Bryan wins. I wouldn't hate it if Cass won though. I really wouldn't. Um. So women's matches, we have Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. We got another moment of Bliss this week, which I thought was great. I kind of wouldn't hate it if we kept getting a moment of Bliss every week. I died at the whole Disney teacup thing. <laughs> you begin a moment, it's few moments a of this on Saturday. I, I, I you sit in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot to say because neither one of them really has done a whole lot. The last couple weeks leading up to it, it's just a rematch. Nia's only been doing stuff from social media. She's happy she got her side plates. Right. So, <laughs> Eck, who wins? Nia retains. Mm, I'm up in air on this one because Nia doesn't have to. The 
the the polarizing superstars they mm. usually don't have long title reigns. It's just 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 so you can say you did it, but I'll go with Nia this time. But I th- I think Lexa will regain soon. But I'm gonna go with Nia. Joseph. Originally I was gonna go Nia, but I want to be different here. I'm gonna, mm. go, I'm gonna go Bliss. It's gonna be blissful evening. You think so? See, I think I Nia. So. I think Nia is finally getting the reaction they always wanted her to get the last few weeks, or maybe even the last six weeks, because they wanted her to be this star coming out of the gate at NXT, and it didn't work. And it didn't work when they called her up. And now she's finally getting cheered, so I think they're going to run with her for a little bit. I don't think she's going to be holding it till next year's WrestleMania or anything like that, but I think she's going to hold it for at least a couple more months. Uh, and Carmella versus Charlotte. Just SmackDown ending with the, the dueling shots of Charlotte looking at Carmella and Carmella pouting, holding onto the title, sitting on the ramp. I thought that was a great way to end the show. Um, I really hope Carmella does not lose this Because <laughs> I think she has been a phenomenal champion. How great was the backstage segment with the Iconics? Awesome. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think she does. I think she wins, but I think it's because the Iconics cost Carmella, um, Charlotte the match. Like, I hope so. I'm sorry, but that segment was was awesome. It was great. Like Renee got so mad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Carmella was going across them with the move. Oh, she's coming back! She's coming back! She's coming back! <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. And Carmella, champion Carmella, I talked about last week. I'm all for it. Like how happy she is, how she's like rubbing it in Charlotte's face, the face and stuff. I love every second of it. I don't want. Her, I don't want her to lose the title. I, I said last week that I, I thought she was going to lose, but. Crucial error. I'm a, mm. Yeah, I'm gonna ah, go back shut on. Shut it off. <laughs> I'm gonna go back on that. And I'm gonna pick Carmella to win. I think Oscar's the one that, t- that beats Carmella. Eck. Carmella leaves with the title. I think so too. So emphatically. Yeah, I think so I like too. It. I don't think there's any reason for her to lose it. I think she's been really good with it. Charlotte doesn't need it, and I like the idea of Charlotte and the Iconics, them being a thorn in her side for a long time. Because I don't know there's anybody else that could do that besides the two of them. And they have to give them credit. They have lived up to every expectation so far that we had of them being Who's on the main roster. The, the Iconics. Iconics mm-hmm. because, it yes. when the and prom- they're snarky. Mm-hmm. Mimic. Yeah, I love it. Because when the promo started out and um, Peyton was about to imitate Renee, I was like, God, another imitation? But then she knocked out the park. I was like, okay. And yeah. Just see Renee's <laughs> reaction, how mad she was. I was like, okay, this was actually good. <laughs> yeah, I think they're great. I think it's fun because it reminds me of like those snobby high school like yeah. I'm everything kind of girls. Yeah, I think Graves or, or Saxon made a reference to Regina George and yeah, and I think um I feel like it was uh, Gra- I feel like it was Graves and Graves said to Saxon stop trying to make fetch work if you, if you guys haven't seen me <laughs> yeah. don't try to make fetch work <laughs> yeah I I think they're great I think that their potential is sky high. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep sending him out there and spinning gold because we all know that they dropped the ball quite a bit. But I think they have so much potential, and I think that they're consistently entertaining. And there aren't a lot of there isn't a lot of talent that you can say when they go out there. You know they're going to be entertaining, and I feel like they always are. Um, last match for backlash that I have anyway is the tag match, KO and Sammy against Braun and Lashley. Again, I don't have a whole hell of a lot to say. I feel like Braun and Lashley shouldn't even be a tag team. No. 
Definitely not. I, I'd rather see Braun and Nicholas. Me too. I don't see, see any point to it uh, other than they're going to punish Zayn and Owens. But Alo, I know and you said... And it's a said, Raw rematch? Yeah. And I know Alo said he thinks that Braun and Lashley turn on each other. Yeah, because that, that whole rematch thing, we just saw this. And Braun's not doing nothing. Lashley's not doing nothing. Because Laugh thinks Lashley's awful. Me and Prep have been advocating for Lashley that how much he's grown in the last 10 years. He's not awful. He's just not in a good yeah, storyline. And, and he hasn't even talked yet. Yeah, he's not. He's just not doing the right stuff right now. That's all. Yeah, he hasn't even said, spoken a word on live TV. The only time he spoke. That ring game's kind of. I know awful. Pash doesn't oh, like God, him, God. and I'm I'm gonna say the same thing. Who Lashley? Yeah, but again, I don't. I wasn't. I, I, I was. I wasn't there yeah, when you I stopped clarify, watching. I don't dislike him, but I have no connection it, or th- anything. See, that's to my him. thing. Giving you stock in there. Right. When, yeah. when he debuted, I wasn't watching. When he left, I wasn't watching. I tuned into a little bit of TNA, and I seen him there, and I flipped the channel because it was TNA, yeah, and I didn't want to watch First it. of all, his music is terrible. I, I don't know why I didn't give him back his, his original theme, but his music now is terrible. And one of Alo's things was, because he's been telling me for a while, he got better. He's, he's good now. But Alo's thing was, where he's been better is on the mic, and it's something they haven't really let him do. Not even. They haven't given him anything, really, other than throw him out there and say, you're big beat these guys up. Yeah, and since he's come in, I think he's teamed with he's teamed with Braun every week except for his first week when he debuted. So something's got to give between the two. I think one of them is turning and then now Braun can maybe be maybe his first feud. But something's got to come out of this. So I'm picking Owens and Zane. Joseph? Owens and Zane as well. I don't know how it's going to play out because the other tag team's kind of so obscure. But I think Owens and Zane ultimately win. Eck? I'm going to go with the, the group here. Owens and Zayn win. I still feel like I don't. The only way they should lose is if they turn on each other. Um, but I'd much rather see Owens and Zayn win, so I'm going to go with them. Well, quick question, and I don't know if this is what you're going to segue into. What the hell is next for Owens and Zayn? I don't know. I don't have a whole lot else to Because they, they weren't doing nothing but... Playing, you know, patty cake over there with Shane on SmackDown. They come over here. Is this going to be something we're going to keep seeing with Kurt? Was Kurt even on Raw this week? I don't think so, no. no. I figured yeah. you guys would have loved that. <laughs> Please. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Time out. And I just wanted to say this again because I did um, petition how decent the uh, Rumble match was. And I'm sure you saw the highlight. Gotta respect Shane. He killed himself out there. Always respect Shane. Go, goes for a coast to coast for the second time and then gets tossed. He's literally going to kill himself one of these times. Yeah. He'll no sell it. <laughs> he will no sell death. <laughs> <laughs> what a I guy. Like a hot shirt. He'll brush it right off. Yeah, but as far as Owen <laughs> and Zane, I think it'll be fun to have them against Matt Hardy. I'm just saying Matt Hardy, not Bray Wyatt. Matt Hardy. Because I think that'll be very interesting in the chemistry, because Matt and Kevin Owens are really are friends. So the chemistry between those two, with how weird Matt Hardy is right now, I think that would be fun. So that's something, because it could be a few for the tag titles. Yeah, that, would, that that's probably the best thing they could do, unless they're going to split Owens and Zane. Yeah. Well, I don't think they have to split them, but they have to stop packaging them together. But, I mean, if they could have... I was wondering, for SmackDown for a while, there was no good opening, unless they were really going to force them into the tag division this might be a way to get them into the tag division and going for the titles. 
I think once they got together, it was kind of like the question, hmm, do they end up with the SmackDown tag titles? And it really didn't make sense. How how would they get there? But it seems, you know, Matt and Bray got nowhere obvious where they're going with the belts. Are the are the are the tag either tag titles are on the line for backlash? Mm-mm. As of the last time I checked, no. maybe that's not a bad thing. Uh, yeah, the only other stuff I have is Lana shows up and she wants to break up Rusev Day. She wants back. What Don't. do you guys think of that? Maybe Keep that's English. The, maybe that's the only way they're going to give him a singles push. Keep English. I think this is kind of their way of like, okay, you guys had enough. No more Rusev Day. I'm going to be livid. That will be Ronnie versus the world when that happens. <laughs> That'll be a, a, a crazy That better be Ronnie well. versus the month. Yeah, like there has been a Ronnie versus the world in a while because they have me so indifferent about everything. Huh? I said, I can't believe you didn't pop for that. Ronnie versus the month? <laughs> I think because I was, I was like ready to say the next thing I was going to say. I think it didn't register to me. Four weeks straight, just complain about it. Oh, I will. I'll, I may never stop complaining about it. Um, that wasn't me. But I haven't done one in a while because I've just been so indifferent about everything. There's not much that I care enough to hate that there's nothing for me to... Jeez, look at our group text. Well, yeah, that's mostly about indie smart <laughs> I, I can't, I can't cut a promo on them every week because they don't, they don't <laughs> true, deserve it. True, true, true. Um, but I'm going to really be pissed if they break up Rusev. <laughs> and I know it's coming. I don't even want it for long. And I legitimately felt bad for Aiden English when he came back I and did said too. he forgot his jacket. I was like, oh, no. But Rusev God. didn't get the hit. Yeah. Can you get the hint? No. Have any of you guys seen Infinity War yet? Not yes. yet. Okay. I have. Okay, so Joey could attest to this. I felt that I felt as bad for Aiden English as I did when Spider Man vanished. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sad moment. Yeah, I Spoiler uh, alert, just well, I know uh, from everything I've seen <sighs> someone's unsubscribed. That it's not a happy ending. And someone even uh Around my age, so a little older than you guys. He's Joey's age. Um, Damn, he old. Yeah, he he, he compared it to this generation's. Um, oh, what is it? The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, oh, that's pretty intriguing. Where basically, I assume there's a father son relation in there. No, no, but I think it's that the bad guys finish on top in in this movie. Because I'm telling you, sounds man. like story of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we always finish on top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time finishing on the bottom. <laughs> I heard you're a parabottom. Well, the emotional investment in that movie is serious. It it's really real. Is. You're it's real. serious. It really is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finally seeing it. Yeah, you should. Um, I'll treat you. <laughs> thank you. I do want to make mention of, I thought Woods and Sheamus had a really good match on SmackDown. And I was glad. I'm always glad when Woods gets a chance to actually get into the ring. I still need to catch the rest of SmackDown. I'm gonna watch it just for that. Yeah, you should. It was it was good. Um, well, he did ruin pancakes, so he, he did. It. <laughs> and I like that we finally get, we got Paige with Absolution on SmackDown. Yeah, I'm mad. I didn't see that part. <laughs> I saw that on social media. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad that Paige said, "Ah, oh, it's dead." And I I think she's she's going. She can be great as the GM. I think she's. You know, some people just seem unnatural when they have to do more acting. I think she seems like a perfect fit for this role. And, Joey, I assume you're pretty happy about I'm this. I'm very happy about <laughs> And she looked uh, good. Good. <laughs> I thought anyway. 
You uh, coming from you? Yeah, I was about to say. I was gonna say. I know that's saying a lot. Fell out of my chair. <laughs> have you have you always been a fan of her? Off and on, not, not like that really. I think she's good, and I thought she like had such a different look. But I do think she's been looking really good the last few weeks. <laughs> and I knew that. And I knew that you guys would more than anyone would really. Appreciate you know, it's kind of weird too. She, Ron, you'll, you'll get, you got the reference. She has kind of an Elvira vibe. Oh yeah, she does. So is she creeping up? Or Scarlett Johansson. Whoa! I uh, hope not. That's a huge leap. Scarlett Johansson with that haircut from a, she is creeping up on. In her, the yes. new, her blonde haircut. The, the short hair with the blonde. Like I a, don't. I don't know. I'm thinking of her with dark. Because I saw her in Avengers. My God, gorilla. Yeah, I'm talking. That's I've a seen Doctor her Strange in <laughs> where she's got like dark brown hair. And I'm not a fan of it. Oh, I don't care hair? if she has yeah. an amber rose. <laughs> They're not in the same sense. I would prefer the amber rose. Than the hair that <laughs> I don't want the amber right rose. Hell, hell no. I need something to grab onto. Because eventually she has a short just, blonde. Just palm the head like as a yeah. basketball. Well, not that, blonde. I think it's I like got big hands. Yeah, that that I, I could deal with. But I don't like the short brown hair. Um, but listener questions. She do we have good. any? So Paige goes to Scarlett Johansson status. And meanwhile, you're still burying Mandy. Wow. Yeah, not my thing. She's all, she's all yours, Eck. And I know you'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a question for the Godfather, Joel Lafferty. Okay, thank you, Laugh. With Roman losing again and Brock working money in the bank, what is going on with the main title over the next 45 days? P.S. Lashley is awful. <laughs> Lashley's not awful. Yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yet. Lashley has to... Lashley has to prove it to me at some point. Um, but for the next 45 days, what's going on with the title is going to be the same thing that's been going on for the last 380 days or whatever it's been. We're barely going to see it, and when it's defended, Brock is going to retain it. Well, And he's going to break Punk's record. Yeah, we kind of speculated throughout the show, but he'll break Punk's record, and until he shows it back up on TV, Roman's going to get his rematch, essentially, probably. But other than that, it's going to suck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it's going to be the same of nothing. He's going to he's going to hold on until till eventually Braun takes it from him. Yeah, I was going to say, is there any debate that Braun is the one who wins it from him? If it's Little not debate. Braun, I really think if it's not Braun, it's weird because who's had the chance? Braun, Joe, Roman. Who else? Anyone else? It's been just those three. Braun, John, Rome, Braun, Joe, Yeah, it was Roman, supposed to be Finn at some point. Kane. I think maybe even at the Rumble. It was supposed to be Finn Kane. at the Rumble. Okay. Kane. Wow. Who won his Kane. primary as a mayoral candidate in Knox <laughs> County. What a, w- what a way to start being the mayor. Win some red leather. The and, mayor. and run. <laughs> You know what? I think Kane's going to win. Well, he'll be winning. He'll be running in November. So they have. I thought he already won. No, he it's won the primary. So he's the Republican. Kane's out. Okay, so Kane's out. Let's backtrack. There's four people I could see. Kane's out. Kane's out. Joe's on SmackDown. Roman's the obvious choice. Braun is what the people need. I think it should be someone that hasn't faced him. I think it should be someone one and done. Someone that's never faced him doesn't have a loss over Brock. You know, I'm sorry, well, where Brock where, is beating. Where we're at right now. But but who the hell would that be? Well, what, this is the way I would like to see it play out, and this is just me. The way we are right you now. You want Adam Cole. No, nah, I want, <laughs> I want uh, Danny Bryan. He plays oh, wow. in the storyline. Well, you weren't here the week where Laugh had the ridiculous question. Daniel Bryan gets <laughs> cleared. Two days later, he shows up on Raw two days. the title. Not two days later, no. Yeah, but I mean. You got to play to the crowd. That's the way I'd like to see it play out, because it kind of fits where he was when he got knocked out, like. 
He's a smaller guy. No one wants to see him win the title. He goes in against a guy who is pre- pretty much unbeatable. It's just a great story. But I mean, I'd be happy if it was Daniel Bryan. But that's not what's going to happen at all. Yeah, I, I, to me, it, to me, it just has to be Braun, and I feel like that's who it's going to be. Did we have another question or no? Is everybody ready for Stump Alo? I'm ready. Is all right, Alo, ready. Alo appears always ready for this. Let's see. So. At 2011, over the limit, who wrestled for the tag team titles? You know, you know what's funny? What? I've been waiting for him to have this question. <laughs> okay. I love the idea that you are such a psychopath. You're anticipating questions. He, he, wait, the wait, psychopath wait. is like the exact... That was... WrestleMania 26 was 2010, 20, 27, 20, I, I don't know. No, but you already anticipated this. You know no, the I'm, I think I'm getting my years mixed up. I don't want to. I don't want to Google it and find spoilers. Don't, don't worry about it. WrestleMania 27 was 2011, correct? Yes, it was okay because I was just gonna look it up. 2011 is the year I got back into it. It was right around 27. Okay, I, I got my questions. I was thinking about 2010 because 2010 was the Hart Dynasty against Jer- Jericho and Miz. That was 2010. Yeah, that's not who it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Put your thinking cap on. All right, 27. I know the core. <laughs> he stumped. The core. They, did they lose the titles? Because it's either the core versus core, Slater and Gabriel, or Kane and Big Show were the champions. Can I can I tell him what part of that he has right? I want to tell him what part. Uh, I don't think so. Time out. So, re- restate that again. The core or Kane and Big Show were the tag team champions. Kane and the Big Show were the tag team champions. Okay. That's all you got. Okay, so they were the tag team champions. They lost the titles to... You're saying they lost this no, match? No, I'm trying to figure out who, who was the next champion after the Kane and the Big Show. Wow, look at the match before. I know. That's it. <laughs> I forgot he was in there and out of there when I got back into it. Hmm. 2011. Was it Wade Barry and Ezekiel Jackson? No. Nope. No. Two more guesses. Actually, Ezekiel Jackson defeated Wade Barrett at this show. Really? I, that wasn't that wasn't for the one Intercontinental Champion. Oh, that sh- I thought he'd be my capital punch. And also, big match John beated your best friend the Miz <laughs> in an I Quit match. I just needed to put out Miz losing. Wait, over a limit, that was... Can you give me a month? Mm, I will think about it. <laughs> May. Same month we're oh, in. May, okay. So that's currently what Lab's doing. He's looking for the month we're in. Twenty eleven. If they beat the core months prior... On SmackDown. Yeah, I feel like you're you're not close to figuring. You're not close. Nobody's. One of them. One of them is very much a somebody. It's a fifty-fifty. Ah, I think I. uh, It's somebody we did mention on the show. Okay, CM Punk and Mason Ryan. Yes. (laughs) 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 So congratulations. 
you were you seemed stumped, but you, you came out on top once again. Um, anything else anybody wants to add before we wrap it up? No. Watch the Rumble match if you didn't. Okay. Nice Halo. try, laugh. <laughs> Joseph, final thoughts? Sexy is good. <laughs> it, it is good. Uh, LeBron James, I, I'm not going to invite you on the show this week for the sole reason that I really want to see you advance to the conference finals. <laughs> You're up one game to zero after... Lucky. Yeah, not your best performance in game one. I know you're probably tired. I'm going to let you get all the rest you can between games. Um, one other thing I want to say. I've been getting multiple, getting into multiple conversations, sometimes arguments of people trying to relitigate the process. <laughs> Still? Yes. What and I, I almost went on a rant about the process on the show last week, but I didn't want to do it. So I think what I might do... For anyone who's been discussing it with me, anybody who's been arguing with me with me about it, anyone who wants to say it doesn't work, I think I may record a separate thing that I post on our page of me relitigating the process. So you don't have to talk to me about it. I will refer you to the link of me explaining <laughs> it. And then if you have questions, you can approach me. But I think I'm done talking about so it. I think this will be the last what, time. What, what? Rumored to not be hard to find. It won't. No, I am not hard <laughs> to find. One so bit. what... What them they get? Almost all of it. That they sucked on purpose. So a lot of people... There, there's various things that different people don't get. Some people cite the fact that they were lucky to get certain guys. Some people cite the fact that they lost on purpose and anybody could lose. Some people say that Sam Hinkie... Oh, well, anybody could tear a team down. It's the, the problem is there are multiple steps to it that got the Sixers to where they are now. And the people who don't agree with it or don't understand it, it's like they don't want to think through each individual step. Or they don't, we'll put it this way. And they don't know where it started. Well, this is my thing, because I get annoyed basketball fans just as much as as wrestling fans, Mm -hmm. but basketball isn't subjective, so it's more of a realistic thing. So when it comes to the process, the Sixers, they took, this is how basketball really kind of works. The Lakers kind of did the same thing last year. They took back bad contracts, and when you take back a bad contract, the team that's trading you the bad contract, they're going to give you incentive on, incentive on taking that bad yeah, contract. Yeah, they reward you for taking the yeah. contract off their hands. Yeah, whether it's to get a draft pick or what. So the JaVale McGee thing from Denver. Whatever they got, they took JaVale McGee's, I think it was like four years, like well, probably like two years or three years left. It was like $80 million he got or whatever. They, took they got a first-round pick. Yeah, they got a first-round pick. It's about the first-round pick. They need, they need to just buy him out. Essentially for the draft pick. That's all it's for. And they don't understand that. They don't understand how salary works and stuff. So when you take all these bad contracts, you're going to get overcompensated. Like, you'll, get, you'll probably give them a good player. They might not be tra- – they, they might not, like, transition to be, like, a face of a franchise, like the whole New Orleans Noel thing. They got guys for him, but they also got draft picks. Right. Michael Carl Williams. They got draft picks. Okay, he. I don't think he's gonna be a star. He got draft picks. He came up pretty big in the playoffs right now. Drew Holiday. Yeah, Drew Holiday for sure for New Orleans Noel. I didn't agree with that. But you, you got out of paying Drew Holiday down the road, and if you did, if they did pay him. They got rid of that contract and got a rookie contract, and I'm sure they got draft picks out of it. Yeah, and Drew Holiday's playing really well right now, but for most of the two years after the trade, he was out hurt. Yeah. So he wouldn't much. have been helping them anyway. No. And they didn't just get 
uh, Nerlin straight up. They also got the pick that became Dario Saric. Yeah. For or did they that. get his rights? Well, no, they just got they had traded their pick that, that, pick that year it. in the Andrew Bynum trade, mm-hmm. and they were able to get that pick back in the Nerlens Noel trade. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. A, a lot of the problem is people don't see every part of it. So I'm going to sit down maybe tomorrow and record <laughs> my retelling of when the process started, why it was necessary, what worked about it, why Sam Hinkie deserves the and Brett Brown deserve the credit for where they are now. And cuz it's it's hard to text about it all the time because there's so much and I also don't want to feel like I'm in an argument about it. So I just want to, from my point of view, what I saw, what I read over all those, not even all those years, the three years. Well, it's not even, I want to explain tomorrow it. Tomorrow might, be, might, be yeah. might not be a good idea for like you. <laughs> like it's ex- Being the next game. It's True. Ex- like, when you talk about the process, it's explainable, but the people will be like, well, they should have done that. It doesn't matter. That's what the plan was, and it, the plan was executed. You could come up with all this stuff, but they didn't do it. But they didn't, it's not about that. They had a plan. They executed a plan. That's they did. Yeah, and it's almost every day I end up in another conversation defending the process. So I think I need to just run it down from start to finish, cover all the points, and then we can work from there. If anyone wants to refute anything I say there, we can go from that point. But I can't keep having the same argument over and over again, and I can't just keep defending it via text message all the time. I don't think it'll alleviate any of your uh, concerns. You'll explain it, you'll get it, and they'll have different questions, and you'll have to just kind and of repeat And that's the thing. I'm perfectly fine with different questions and new questions. But Speaking I want, of questions, uh-huh. Prep had a question directly for you. Okay. Are you all in or in the process? Okay. I am all in on the process, yes. But I am not... That was the question. But I am not all in. That was the question. Which is where I thought that was leading. That was the question. Whoa. (laughs) Book flip. Yeah. Yes, do book flip. (laughs) And flip... If they book him, are you all in? No. But I, I will offer congratulations to Flip on his Boston Celtics. Wow. Handing the Sixers their lunch on Monday night. Well, Adam Silver accommodates this podcast when it comes to scheduling. But <laughs> what? It, he I definitely think, held off on Game Two until yeah. Thursday night because he knew we would be busy. He here said tonight. these guys shoot Wednesday. We yeah. can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> this guy defends the process. And then Ron will probably have the mic right here and the split screen of the game going crazy because they're down one zero. And the Sixers. I think they may lose because the Celtics aren't. They don't seem to lose on their home floor, but I think the Sixers might get the two games in Philly. But the Sixers, they got to steal one in Boston because. What do you think about a friendly five in this game then? Hmm? Friendly five. Okay, I got the Sixers. Five. I got the Sixers in game two. Okay. <laughs> friendly five. A friendly five. Friendly <laughs> five. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Celtics, they don't lose at home, and they Over need that. On talks. And they, and they need they need the home crowd. They need the home crowd. They feed off the energy, but they can't. They can't win on the road. But the Sixers, they have to take either Game Two or Game Five on the road. Well, yeah. There's four games in Boston, so in order to win four, they have to win at least one out there. Yeah, because you don't want to go to Game Seven for, in Boston. I'd prefer yes to avoid that. As and do you want fan. you to think the Sixers should go out to Kawhi? We had the bet that's at work today. No. Yes. Reason Maybe? being that. I think as much as it would be so fun to have LeBron here, 
LeBron is the best LeBron player in the world. Need, LeBron, the Sixers don't need LeBron. I don't want LeBron. Either. LeBron would be more fortunate to get the Sixers. I know that. It's, than the Sixers would be to get yeah, LeBron. It's, it's, he could preserve himself with the Sixers. Because mm-hmm. my thing was, I was telling my coworkers, they were like arguing like who they should, who the Sixers should trade. I said, give him Fultz. We talked. I think we talked about this last week on the way out. Give him Fultz, Sarich, and maybe Covington, but they still have all that draft capital. I would give him Sarich, uh, Fultz, and I'd probably give him the Lakers pick. Yeah, and it, call it a day. Yeah, just get because they, they they have draft picks to work with, just in case. Marcus requires his injury. His injury. I, right Can he stay healthy? So here's my feeling. The the doc. I just read this today, actually. Uh, great article by Ramona Shelburne on ESPN.com that Kawhi Leonard. It's a quad injury. He stopped working with his team's doctors, and he's now working with doctors who are affiliated with the Sixers and New Jersey Devils. So. The team will have some the most knowledge of his medical situation. So if they think, hey, this dude is damaged, well, then obviously they won't trade for him. So I think the only way they make the trade is if they know his health is intent, his body is intact. And I look at it like as good as Dario is, and as much as I love Dario, Kawhi's a better shooter than him. He's a better defender than him. And... I just think that upgrade is so huge that I feel like they're and his the fit is so perfect because he can play as a secondary player behind Embiid and Simmons isn't looking to score anyway so it gives him a legit second scorer and he's arguably one of the top 2 or 3 defenders in the league so to me that's the absolute perfect fit they could get assuming his health if he's not healthy I don't want him but I would definitely make that trade in in a heartbeat if he's healthy. But we'll see what happens. And I did see in that article that San Antonio San Antonio is scared of him going to three cities. Yeah. LA, New York, and Philadelphia yeah, being the three cities. Yeah, because Pop's not helping the Lakers. So I I don't even expect that for him to go to the Lakers. Now the Clippers is intriguing. Because they have all they have all those assets. They got Tobias Harris. They, they go from DeAndre Jordan if they want. But I'm not sure they'll give him up. But they have a lot, like a lot of people they can actually throw around. Because Jerry West is one of the maybe if not he's one of the best executives mm-hmm. of all time. He but, is. But Philly would probably be the best place because he won't come back to bite the Spurs. Mm-hmm. And for him, he's now on a team with two superstars who are under 24 years old. He's only 26. That gives him a legit. Five years, yeah, that they could be absolutely dominant yeah, with those the, three guys. And then the salary cap will change, so they'll probably be able to sign all, th- keep all three guys for for a long for a while too. And let's say four years from now or five years from now, Kawhi is thirty or thirty-one. He may not be in his at his peak anymore. Maybe by then, Ben Simmons can shoot threes. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it's the perfect guy to get, assuming he's healthy. Um, but, yeah, so maybe I won't record it tomorrow. Maybe it'll drop sometime next week. <laughs> but I personally am going to relitigate the process and put it on the Matt Madness channel for anyone who's interested in listening to it. I assume it shouldn't be much more than, than 15, 20 minutes. Um, so, listen to Falls Count Anywhere with Russ and Matt, The Perfect Edge with Donovan. Go back and listen to our Throwback Madness shows, our Road to WrestleMania series unsanctioned subscribe on itunes give us five star ratings and reviews they're always appreciated check out elroy prepson on youtube 
Uh, Alo, would you like to move some more merch before we go? What a maneuver.net to embrace the madness and callinnumber.com promo code madness for 10% off your order. And yes, keep an eye out. We are still going to try to get Al Snow at some point in the next few days. So hopefully that will be released sometime over the weekend or early next week. He's a little tied up, 24-7. You know how the rule goes. Yes, he is. For Act 2Fly, Eric Trembicki. For Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever see Kane Joe Rottermill. Love your face. <laughs> For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call, call him, him Baylo. Baylo. Aaron Lloyd, I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. This is Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mystery man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.